This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a week four. It's a week four breakdown, Mike. Uh, the moneymaker picks are in. I'm still kicking your ass, although I took one on the chin a little bit last week, which is not like me, but I'll rebound this week. So anyhow, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. The comeback has begun. It's going to be the comeback for uh, all ages. What are you, what are you wearing? What's this? Uh, oh, this is uh, my Legends jacket right there. So, uh, uh, so far... I've had uh, alumni weekends celebrated for both the Broncos and now the Washington football team commanders, whatever you want to call them. Um, And I haven't been able to go to either because I was broadcasting different games. So my wife represented me at both. She represented us, not me, but us at both. So she went to the Broncos reunion and alumni weekend, and then she flew out last week to Washington. And this is a uh, Legends jacket. If you're a legend of the franchise, you uh, apparently get one of these jackets. Nice. So I don't know how she managed to swindle me a jacket. <laughs> she probably stole it. Um, but the bottom line is I've got a legend's jacket. You're and a I legend. like it. You're it's a got legend. A, you're a legend. It's got a hood on it. Yeah. Look at, a little hood. Yeah. Like I look like a little red riding hood. <laughs> little stink riding hood right <laughs> a little there. Little stink riding hood. A little stink riding hood. But I like it. It's a good jacket. I like it. it looks good. It's, it's hot out, but I... You know what? I'm, I'm just flying around. So anyhow. You're just excited to be called a legend, aren't you? Well, yeah. Hey, well, no. I mean. I'm, you're one of the hogs. Yeah. Come on. That's a, that's legendary, right? Boom. Boom. You're Boom. right. Okay. Speaking of legendary, uh-huh. how about the Miami Dolphins performance? Woo! 70 points. We'll get to the team that they beat up here in a little bit. But 70 points is, it seems like every once in a while an offense comes along and they're putting up crazy numbers early on in the season. Mm-hmm. And people start talking, is this an unstoppable offense? Is this one of the great offenses of all time? Is it? Um, that remains to be seen. But right now, the way it's operating, this is in, this offense is incredible. Remember, they did that 726 yards of offense, 350 yards passing, 370 or 350 yards rushing, 376 passing, 726. They pulled their starters in the fourth quarter, and they still – we're running through Denver like crap through a goose. I mean, it was just unbelievable. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, and they did it all without their second best receiver, Jalen Waddle. It's Jalen Waddle. It is Jalen yeah. Waddle, right? Waddle. I know you're, you're thinking, I, you're, you're rethinking names since the running back changed his name after the game. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's how dominant offense you were. You went from a guy named. Devin A. Chain to Devon Achon, right? <laughs> he went Devon Achon. Are you kidding? Like, I am so good in the first game that I've ever actually, I don't know, that anybody's ever actually heard of my name. I've decided to change it. That's how good I am. I mean, it's straight up like I hear Devon Achon, and I think Chuck Chuck Con. Remember the Chuck Chuck Con, Chuck Con. Everybody, 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 Chuck Con. I like yeah. Devon Achon, Devon Achon. Everybody, everybody, Devon Achon. Like I, I like, like I don't even know what to say, man. I just am perplexed. I am disappointed. I am hurt. I am 
I don't know what. I don't we'll know. We'll get tell you. to the Broncos in a second, okay. but let's give the Dolphins their their flowers. Okay, so uh, I think they should have gone. Like, I think they should have gone for an all. I think they should have scored eighty. Yeah, and and try to get a thousand yards of offense. So Mike McDaniel let up. Oh yeah, he called off the dogs, and they still. I mean, they like the Broncos still couldn't stop them. They called off the dogs, but it would. I think they should have set the all time record. So what makes this offense? Perhaps a juggernaut offense, maybe the best offense in football. Well, I think, I think a couple of things. I think team speed is eye popping. When you put on the Miami Dolphins, they have team speed, and it's not just long speed. It's one thing to run a fast forty; it's another thing to run side to side, to move side to side with alacrity and quickness. And they have that times, you know, exponentially more probably than any other team in football. Like their short burst speed, their quickness is eye popping. Like when you put them on, I mean, that's a long, like that's a long watch because you're like every, there's rewindable moment after rewindable moment after rewindable moment. They had 25 explosive plays. Now let me explain what an explosive is. An explosive in the running game, depending on the organization, anywhere from 10 to 12 yard run is an explosive run. And then in the passing game, anything it's from 17 to 20, depends on the organization, is an explosive pass. When you break it down in the NFL, a lot of coordinators will tell you every explosive we give up is about the equivalent of 2.8 points per explosive. Do you know what 2.8 Times 25 is? 70? Well, let's just do it really quick because this will be fun. Yeah, I think I have already done this. Yes, you have. 2.8, yeah, times. I did this. I but did you this, were, just you were on a roll. I didn't want to take away your fun. I did it wrong. Anyhow, yes, it's exactly. Oh, shoot, my glasses. It's exactly 70, people. It's It's insane. It's insane what they ended up doing. I mean, it. Honestly, I have never seen its equal. Really? Oh, from an offense in a game from an Great, offense ran, the greatest show on turf. W- show me New the, England 2007. Show me the team. Show me when they put up 70 on somebody. Well, show me point. when they scored 10, okay. 10 total touchdowns, 10 touchdowns, five rushing and five passing. You show me that game. I I mean it it was Now there's part of me that looks at it and says, "Okay, I understand." Like from a game planning standpoint, they did a great job running the football down the middle. They did a great job attacking the edge. But there's part of me that looks at like, well, if Denver's never going to adjust to anything. I mean, Denver, first off, they were so scared. Like Not only the, the coaches and the players were so scared. I'm sure, I'm almost positive, I'm, I might have to go back and look at the actual television copy. One, I think it probably took a smoke bomb to get out of the locker room. Like, they were so, they were in the locker room shivering, and they wouldn't come out to play. And so somebody threw a smoke bomb in there to get them out. And then I'm 100% sure that they were standing on the sideline in puddles of piss because they were so scared and their knees were knocking. It's the most embarrassing film I have ever watched in my entire life as a player and as an analyst. You got, got, they're so afraid of Tyreek Hill beating them over the top. They got safeties playing quarters with their heels at 20. Normally your heels are at 
12 to maybe 14, 20 yards. The, the space between the linebackers and where the safeties were is, I mean, it, it was a 15-yard a gap. Like, it was just open season. If you want to throw it in the middle of the field on any crossing route, you can go the low cross, you can go the shallow, the, the high, you can go low cross, you can go um, you can go shallow cross, low cross, or you can go uh, deep cross. We'll give that to you, 100%. We're not going to stop anything. And, and here's my, here's the thing that drives me crazy, Mike, is, like, from a playing standpoint, if you're wearing my ass out, and my ass has been worn out on more than one occasion, all right, but you're wearing my ass out, the bottom line, at some point, I'm going to stop the bleeding and turn it into a fist fight. At some point, you may get out of here with two sacks and several tackles and a tackle for loss, but you're getting out with a bloody nose. And I'm going to attack you, and we're going to. Go, it's going to be a street fight. The Broncos and Vance Joseph did nothing I mean, nothing. They got to run down their throats in the middle, in the mid zone game. They got the pin and pull outside nickel toss game. They got to ran, I mean, ran down their throats on the outside. They got to throw in short, middle, intermediate, deep. All of the above. You can beat us any way you want to beat us. And at some point, you, you think, listen, I'm so afraid of Tyreek Hill. If he scores 70 on us, so be it. But you ain't going to run it for 350 yards, too. I mean, you want to talk about, you want to talk about, that was a booty call. And they went home, that was a walk of shame. They should, by the way, they should have bust home from Miami. Like the, the teams that Mike Shanahan would have put them all on, but we canceled the flight. You guys are riding the bus. We'll see you on Wednesday. I mean, that's, it's, it is, it's the most embarrassing loss. It's the most embarrassing performance in the last six decades in the National Football League. Well, okay, yeah. Sean Payton takes over, and one of the things he says during the summer about Nathaniel Hackett last year in Denver was it was the worst coaching performance in yeah. history, and Sean Payton delivers arguably that, the worst single-game coaching yes. performance in the last 60 years. So where are you on Sean Payton, who came to the Broncos with a lot of fanfare, so far hasn't delivered? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we hear about the adult in the room, and – you know, bring in two types of fear that I've talked about plenty on this podcast. You know, the the reverence type of fear and the, you know, just the overall fear of consequences. I know this. If I was playing for Sean Payton and I went out and gave up 10 pressures and six sacks, I'd get fired. I would get fired. And I have never in my career as an analyst called for somebody to get fired. But damn it, somebody needs to be fired. Like that is, that I mean, you, and be careful about football karma, because it'll come back to bend you over. And Sean Payton just got bent over because that, like, that's the worst game I've ever seen. The worst game of, um, the worst defensive performance in the last six decades. Mark it down. You pointed out it was so embarrassing that there was an offensive lineman oh for God. the Dolphins doing somersaults. Yeah. Into the end zone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Austin Jackson. Uh, Austin Jackson. It plays right tackle. First off, he comes off the ball, Wah! you know, and just absolutely spears Randy Gregory, <laughs> our $70 million defensive end, who just goes, like, you know. And then the running back, Mostert, cuts out 20-yard run, scores at the pylon. And, you know, I don't know what happened to Randy Gregory after that. He was just, a, you know, he's holding a, a lantern. He was like, oh, wow, look at that guy run. 
Man, he sure is fast. No, he wasn't chasing him, mind you. He was just holding the lantern, shining a flashlight. Woo, look at that. Well, let's shine some light so the cameras get a better capture, you know, a better shot of Raheem Mostert. And so, anyhow, here's, you know, Austin Jackson, big, fat offensive lineman. Well, he's athletic. I mean, I'm like, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just characterizing offensive linemen in general. Big, fat, you know. And here's the thing. It's one, it's Miami. So it's freaking steaming hot, right? It's a bat wing game. You're miserable. Your nuts are stuck to your thighs. That's how hot it is, right? That's They're a, just making bat that's wings. That's what a bat wing, yeah. You're uh, uncomfortable. You can hardly move. He trots down there after the run like, woohoo! Like, this game is so easy, man. It's so fun. And then he decides to do something. No offensive lineman wants to be on the ground. You know why? Because you got to get your fat ass off the ground. So there's not one guy in the history of the National Football League that played offensive line that wants to be on the ground. But he thought they were having so much fun, it, it took him back to his playground days in recess when he you know, was winning at four square or dodgeball, and he decided in the end zone to do a freaking somersault. Woo! A somersault. Forward somersault. Yep. I, 12 years of playing, 24 years of broadcasting, I have never one time seen a dude do a somersault to play his offensive line. And the game was so damn easy against the Denver Broncos. Shame, 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 a somersault. So that sets up a potential Caleb Williams Bowl between the Broncos and Chicago Bears. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know that there are tickets being sold on StubHub right now for $2? I want my $2. I want my $2. I'm like, I think you negotiate with StubHub. You're like, hey, listen, I want... Two tickets for me and my buddy. <laughs> like, we've been diehard Bears fans forever, but $4 is a little bit too steep. <laughs> I'll give you three fifty. <laughs> right? I mean, like, $2. Yeah. You, can get, you can get in the stadium for 2 bucks. You got to be kidding me. You, I mean, this is, this is so bad. 